Yup. Yup, yup, yup. Here we are. Here we are. We're drinking mud. That's coffee with um, some cacao stuff in it. What's going on, folks? Hi, my friends. How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm wearing pink tie-dye, so I feel really good. It actually matches with the, the hat and the shoe on the wall. Look at that. We're just a bunch of pink people. Ooh, we're peaking. Audio is peaking. I peaked in high school. The audio is peaking now. Your boy peaked in high school. Had a couple good moments in high school that I have not been able to top. Um, but we continue to try to peaking more. This is episode <laughs> 41 uh, of the show where I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, but we're hanging out, dude. That's all we do is we vibe and kick it. Um, it's been a crazy year, dude. Years winding down, man. I, I, we're, 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 we got... You know, I'm wearing so much pink right now. Look at this pink hat. It's not even my hat. This hat um, belongs to Chloe Feynman. She's on Saturday Night Live right now. She's a cast member. She's a good friend of mine out of L.A. Or or is she out of New York? Did she come from New York to L.A. and then go to SNL? I forget. Either way, she's hilarious and everybody should give her love. Um, We did a sketch at a theater in Los Angeles called Groundlings. Uh, a few years ago, and I played a character with a pink hat, and I needed a hat, and she had this hat, and I forgot to give it back, and now I own it, apparently. So, sorry, Chloe, but love ya. Um, we're feeling good, guys. We're, feel- we're feeling good. We're honestly, we're feeling like we just got vaccinated. We feel good. Unless, the- unless you get vaccinated with something not good. Then I guess you don't feel good. Ah! Um... Yeah, man, we, uh, we we got some cool stuff coming out at the end of the year. Oh, the Rudolph documentary just came out. Bro, did you watch that? Okay, here's the deal. F- I made a 15-minute Rudolph documentary. It It is so ungodly stupid. It is so dumb. But it is, like, to a T, my sense of humor. My The whole thing is just, like, committing to the storyline, building that world. It was fun, dude. I've, I had so much fun making that. The people that were in it were incredible. Nikki Howard, who you guys might have seen in some of my videos. Um, Aristotle, who goes by Blake Weber online. He was blitzing. Uh, pretty much his whole interview was improv. I knew what questions I was going to ask him because I wanted to shoot it like that. I wanted to shoot it like actual documentary style. So I wrote the questions and I had like the storyline and the arc in mind. But there were moments where I was just like, I would ask him a question without any warning. And I would be like, yo, so uh, I heard reindeer used to call him a lot of names. What, what were some of those names? And then he just went off. That was his moment where he was like, oh, yeah, they call him bitch and pussy and red-nosed cunt fuck. <laughs> Dude, he is so funny, man. Uh, that was hilarious. Uh, Blake is great. Nikki's great. Santa, the guy that plays Santa, is my friend's dad. So I needed a Santa, and I could have used, like, a fake costume and just gotten a buddy of mine to play Santa, like the guy that played Santa in my Eminem Christmas video from a year or two ago. Um, But I wanted to make the world seem real. Like, I I wanted to find a real Santa, because there's something about just having, like, a real Santa. And now whenever I show somebody, they're just like, holy shit, did you get actual Santa for this? So that's my friend's dad. He lives in Idaho. I flew him to L.A. from Idaho. Cheap flight. And it actually cost less 
than what I would have spent casting somebody out of L.A. And he's just cool as shit. I already knew him. I had met him before because he's my buddy's dad. And uh, he had been in L.A. years prior, and I'd met him. And um, killed it. Unbelievable. And he's so he's not even an actor. And he just comes across as, like, such a genuine Santa. It's hilarious, dude, how he played that. That's Ed Belanti is the man. Um, who else was involved? Uh, Daniel Doss, the guy that shot the whole project. Um, he he rocked it, dude. That dude rocks. Yeah, uh, he he's shot a lot of my stuff lately. Uh, a L L D A N I D. That's his Instagram. All Danid. And um, yeah, it was great. Tech specs. Shot on a Sony A7R. Um, Fuji XT3 for some of the interview scenes for the static shots. Uh, a lot of iPhone stuff for the found footage. D Hanton dropped some crazy Photoshop stuff. Dude, the, how how dope. I don't know if you guys have even seen the documentary. Some of you are probably listening to this like, what the fuck is this guy talking about with this Rudolph project? Bro, pause this. Go watch it. Because it got the lowest amount of views, I think, of anything I've done in the year 2020. But it is, without a doubt, my favorite thing I've done in 2020. It, I, it is so stupid. I knew it wasn't going to get that many views. Because something like that, where it's like a longer project, it either shoots through the roof and goes mad viral, or it kind of just like pfft, farts out and does nothing. And so this one farted. I don't care. Because it's just so good. It's so, I love it. Um, and I didn't make it for the clout or the numbers. I just made it because I wanted a documentary about the rise and fall of Rudolph. And I wanted to see Rudolph do OnlyFans. And I wanted to see Rudolph living in a tent under a bridge in Koreatown, which we actually did. I brought that tent to Daniel's house, the DP, and we set it up under a bridge. And a couple of homeless people across the street were looking at us the whole time like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And we didn't want to offend any of them or anything like that, so I didn't get any of them on on, on, on camera. Um, but man, that's it, it, some of the funniest stuff is uh, is that found footage stuff. Anyways, go watch it. It's a holiday classic. Rudolph, When the Glow Fades, an ESPN original documentary only on Brent Pella's YouTube and Facebook channel and Instagram, but it's cut into a three-part series on Instagram. And Red Glow is out now. By the time you're listening to this, the Red Glow music video, Rudolph featuring the Grinch in the style of uh, 6 9 That That was the inspiration <laughs> for that song and the inspiration for that video. Um, that is the one and only time I will ever be inspired by Tamagotchi 64. Um, Takashi 67. Tegan and Nash 94, 90, 92. Uh, he, whatever. That, that, <coughs> that song that, that I made, it, it's, it's great. Go listen. It's on Spotify. It's called Red Glow. Uh, type in Brent Pelly. You'll find it. Dude, uh, there's a documentary out about 69 right now. It's on Hulu. That shit is crazy. Have you guys seen that shit? Dude, wild. Because 69 is like, he is like a, an enigma, dude. He, he totally succeeded in creating this, this, this character, this characterization of like raw, unfiltered energy, just crude, disgusting, like angry, violent energy personified in this rainbow-haired fuck. And, um, you know, 
it's crazy. It, it's crazy to see like where he came from into what he is now. Because what he is now is like recognized worldwide. But what he was was like a normal dude named Daniel Hernandez. Just a kid from the block, dude. Just a kid being a kid. And the slow evolution to see, that is so fucking interesting to me, dude. That's, I love watching those types of documentaries. There's a really good one on Taylor Swift that I loved. Fucking laugh at me if you want, but Taylor Swift is a god amongst gods. Um, the 69 one, though, he, he came from fucking nothing, normal-ass kid, made his own clothes, started rapping with his friends, was really, really bad, got more violent and like shock value-esque, literally just for the sake of shock value. And now he's blown up. He, he has blown up. Um, I don't like him as a person or really his music. He seems like a dickhead. What he seems like. Seems like a dickhead. Seems like his head is literally a dick. Like if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, you're part penis because your head is a dick because you're a dickhead. That's what he seems like. And, but I would, you know what, dude? I'd like to give him a hug. I'd like to give him a hug. If I saw T- Tarushi 51, I'd give him a hug. I'd give him a hug. I'd give him one of those hugs that you give people at music festivals, you know, a heart hug, um, where it, it, like a normal hug, you go over and your face goes on. The, like it, It's like this. Like if I'm giving someone a hug, it's right here. And their face is on my right shoulder, and my face is on their right shoulder. But a heart hug is where you line up the left side of your chest so that your hearts are aligned. And my head now is on your left shoulder, and your head is on my left shoulder. And our hearts are aligned, and that's a heart hug. And we're sharing heart vibrations. I want to do a heart hug with 69. I think he could use that. I don't think he's ever had that before. I, I think he's in dire need of a heart hug. Hey, Takashi669, let's hug, dude. Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. We should hug it out, dude. I'm just saying I think that would help. I think he would benefit from a heart hug, dude. I really do. The guy needs a hug. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of enemies, that dude, because he's been a fucking dickhead, dude. Speaking of dickheads, how about... um. How about uh, Jake Jake Paul, dude? What do we know about this guy? Fucking Jake Paul. You know, I used to hear stories about his brother Logan. When Logan Paul, when Vine was huge, and Logan Paul had came to L.A. and was starting to do, like, stand-up, or if not stand-up, he was starting to do, like, these little live performances. I don't even know if there were Q&As or whatever, but I remember reading a profile of him in like Variety or something. And the person profiling him spent like a day and a night with him and just documented what they saw and just he he went to an improv class and he made like dick jokes and was just like weird and not funny and then he went to some live performance and rapped a song about his dick after having sex. Some like gross shit, which I honestly I don't like that's kind of what you do when you're first starting in comedy. You kind of go for that shock value type stuff. Even if you like get a million followers overnight, you're still you still suck. You're not good. And so you're doing stuff when you're early on in the comedy world that's like shock value humor or like lame shit. Like everybody who starts doing stand up starts with like a name joke. They make a joke about their own name. 
I had uh, one of my first jokes was like that. I didn't even realize I was doing it until years later. And someone was like, oh, yeah, every every beginner comic has a name joke. And I was like, fuck, I used to have a name joke. Mine was um, something like, uh, my name is Brent, which in Scottish uh, means crooked or slanted hill, grassy hill. Uh, so basically, dogs just want to shit on me. It, it was God, it was bad. I think it was something like that. It was really, it was really, really stupid. Anyways, Logan Paul, uh, when he was starting to do comedy, was like hated by everybody except fellow Viners. But he's gonna run for president one day. You guys realize that, right? You realize Logan Paul will run for president and might fucking win. Do you realize that? This is something we have to recognize now because we're in this phase of American evolution where fame has never been weighted heavier. It's never meant more than it does right now. And politics and fame and politics and entertainment are like merging. And people like Kanye and Logan Paul are going to start running. Logan Paul's going to run as soon as he turns 35. And he's going to put together a pretty fucking crazy presidential campaign. Because what else do you do when you've been seeking attention and validation your whole life? And all you fucking want is attention and validation. I I have no idea if one of his priorities is to like spread joy and happiness and unity and like positive messaging. I don't know. Maybe because I don't really follow him, so I don't dive deep into his messaging. And all I really see are highlights of like, oh, he spoke out about Black Lives Matter. Oh, he spoke out about this cause. Oh, he's um, he's speaking out about uh, athletes. Oh, he's apologizing for this. But I don't listen to his podcast, uh, so I don't know. I can't say what he does or doesn't do with full confidence. But all those dudes that are YouTubers and they're cocky as fuck and post shirtless pics and challenge people to boxing matches 24 hours a day and like post pictures of them with stacks of cash, like fuck those dudes 100% of the time, dude, because... <laughs> It's so fucking egotistical. Like, I'll do that to make fun of them. I was thinking about doing a a, uh, a Jake Paul impression, but I don't know if I want to give him any more attention than he's already getting. Um, but the Jake Paul impression, I actually, I ordered the the uh, the beard and the mustache on, on Amazon, so I'm, <laughs> I might end up just fucking doing it. But it was going to be like uh, Jake Paul challenge. Jake Paul tries to fight everyone. And it was going to be me. You know that video he just put out on, on, online where he's challenging Conor McGregor? Um, so I was just going to mock that and just be like, uh, what was the first one going to be? Jake Paul challenges Santa. If I could do it before Christmas, it would be like, uh, what's up, Santa, you fat fuck? My team just sent you a $50 million cookie contract, and you're too scared to sign it. You're probably out. You're probably out banging reindeer or kissing Mrs. Claus under the mistletoe, but let's be honest, Santa, she's a two. You could be you could be doing much better, but hey, happy Tuesday. Something, I don't know, something like that. I haven't written it yet. That was fully off the top of my head. I have no fucking idea what I would do for it. But I don't know if I want to um, give Jake Paul any more attention. I will fuck him up in basketball, though. That is one thing I want to do. I think I might have already said that in last episode or something, but I'm going to put it into the universe again. I would love to play Jake Paul one-on-one. So I can fuck his ass up. You know what's funny, dude? Is everybody wants to fight Jake Paul right now. <laughs> Every dude online wants to beat Jake Paul's ass. And you know what else? 99% of them would get their asses kicked. 
because he's a boxer now. He's been boxing for years. There, you don't have to like Jake Paul to recognize that he's a good boxer. He's not great. He's not one of the greatest. Obviously, he's had two fucking fights. One against a guy who doesn't box, Nate Robinson. The other against some other fuckhead YouTuber. So, he, he or maybe that guy wasn't a fuckhead YouTuber. I don't fucking know. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he's a... a He's um he's a boxer though. So like all these people that are cha- trying to challenge him and want to fight him. Like I saw Lance Stevenson, the NBA player, call him out after he knocked out Nate Robinson. Bro, Lance Stevenson, regardless of size, would probably get knocked out. If not knocked out, he would probably lose. Cuz boxing is so fucking specific and mathematical that if you've never boxed before and you fight somebody that has boxed once, you are going to lose cuz you don't know the mechanics. Um so uh you know I don't want to fight Jake Paul. I want to play Jake Paul one-on-one and kick his ass. Because he brags about playing basketball. But I know I could fuck him up. Um, anyways, dude. Whatever. <sighs> what else we got going on here, man? Um, Jake Paul's trying to fight everyone. Uh, oh, you know what's a really interesting topic that I should probably do more research on before talking about, but I'm going to talk about anyways, even though it's a little bit political and uh, social movement-y? Um Tulsi Gabbard is trying to pass legislation saying trans men, meaning people who were born, or is it trans women? I, I, I get confused about terminology sometimes, so forgive me. But uh, the, the people who were born men and transition uh, to become women, Tulsi Gabbard is backing potential legislation saying that those folks cannot compete in female sports. So like wrestling, MMA... Uh, probably WNBA. And my immediate reaction is like, well, yeah, because they've had their entire lives with male bodies pumping testosterone through them. And just from a scientific and biological point of view, they're going to be stronger, more athletic, and have more of an ability to succeed in a sport than, than a person who was born female. That that's like my immediate reaction just based on like logic. But I haven't heard I saw somebody post on Facebook like fuck Tulsi Gabbard for this. What a piece of shit. And I couldn't wrap I read through the comment thread and I couldn't wrap my mind around what the opposing argument is. If I was trying to argue the point that I just made Maybe I would say um, women are women regardless of how they were born. <sighs> or like maybe it's it's if somebody identifies as woman, then they should be allowed to do to compete in in women's sports, regardless of biological differences as long as they identify as women. And it's anti-woman to not allow someone who identifies as a woman to compete in women's sports. Maybe that's the argument. Again, I don't know. This is all... I'm just trying to like process my own thoughts here. Um, and, oh, by the way, a quick hello to the people in the future that are listening to my podcast episodes trying to determine whether or not to fire me or cancel me. Um, uh, I wish you all the best with cutting together a clip that makes me seem anti-woman, racist, and transphobic all within the span of 7.5 seconds. Uh, I just, I don't know. I I would say it's anti-woman 
No, I would say it's I would say it's ant all these fucking terms, dude. I don't even know what fucking terms to use sometimes. Anti-woman, pro-feminist, pro what there's so many fucking terms, bro. I got to I got to I either need to learn it or we need less terms. <laughs> I don't know which, but there's a lot of fucking terms, dude. I would say it it would be unfair to women to allow anyone who was born a man to compete in women's sports because they have the biological body of a man. And and even if they get reconstructive surgery and they don't have a penis anymore, they still have the biological body of a man. They just don't have the genitals of a man anymore. And even if they pump themselves full of estrogen for 20 years... By then, I, 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 and I don't know that maybe then it comes down to science. Like, at what point do you does your body like actually become a female body? I have no fucking idea. I'm just going with my gut. I need to learn about that shit more. I wonder if I should have talked about that at all, not knowing much on the subject. Whatever, dude. Fuck it. We're out here chilling, dude. We're out here trying to learn. We're out here trying to learn by talking to ourselves. You know what I mean? Stuff looks like mud, dude. Stuff looks like mud, bro. Uh, how about a quick sponsor shout out? This show, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by nobody because I don't have ads. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Dude, how weird is the internet? I've been getting some weird messages lately uh, with these, with these, um, these fucking uh, these political videos I've been putting out. Um, I'm getting some weird messages, dude. Some weird messages. And as the numbers grow, I'll just get weirder and weirder messages. You know what, dude? I, I read a lot of the messages. I can't respond to a lot of DMs. I don't respond to 99.9% of them because I just don't have time and, and the mental capacity to do that. But I read a lot of them. I appreciate all the good ones. I see a lot of the mean ones. Uh, and, But I do really... When I do respond, I really enjoy responding because I love connecting with people. It's just what I love to do it. Um, and what I've noticed is this, this trend, whenever somebody is mean to me online, like says something rude or says something like hurtful, I never, I don't respond in kind. I don't, I don't respond the same way. I don't give, I don't fight meanness with meanness. That is, I used to, I did, I did that like once or twice a couple years ago and it turned into this like never ending insult fest where I was trying to just shut him down by getting the last word. And then he was trying to shut me down by getting the last word. So I just blocked him. This was like two years ago and it just made me feel so shitty for like a full day. And I was like, man, I can, I never want to do this again. If I feel shitty, does he feel shitty? Is he still thinking about this two years later? Probably. Um, so now I, I respond like, like I normally would, in real life, here's an example, dude. And it's so funny, the twist that comes. Because this person re- replied, she said some dumb shit on, uh, oh, maybe I already talked about this on last week's podcast. I'll touch on it real quick, and I'll give you another example. Somebody said on a Gavin Newsom impression, they were like, oh, so you just want your grandma to die? Uh, and I said, no, I don't want my grandma to die. That's why we've agreed that my grandparents are not going to come over for Christmas this year. Because they're a little nervous, as they should be. They're both over 80 and in the highest risk for people who 
have severe illness or death from young COVID. And I thought that was it. And then she hit me with this other rant and she included some fucking insults in it. And I was like, and I, I replied like really peacefully. I was like, hey, I, there's no, I, it looks like you're trying to have a conversation about our opinions on COVID via Instagram comments. That's impossible. If you'd like to have a full conversation, send me a DM. Also, if you'd like to know my thoughts, and I don't blame you if you don't, because who the fuck am I? Just some random dude on the internet. Check out episode 37 of my podcast. I hope you have a great weekend. And then she replied with like something respectful, like, sorry for being rude. It's just like a hot time right now, and, and I hope you have a great weekend too. And then there's this other fucking guy. Send me a DM, and shout out this dude if you're listening right now, dude, whoever you are. Uh, but he sent me this whole thing, like, hey, bro, it's so obvious that you're trying to like stay in the middle, and you need to fucking figure out your own shit and stop being such a pussy, and then maybe come back and do comedy again. And I responded, and I literally said, hey, man, uh, just a reminder, I don't know what I'm doing. I got no fucking idea what I'm doing, okay? Taking it day by day, learning as we go, evolving as humans do. And you're allowed to think whatever you want, even if it's mean. I would have hoped that your message was nicer and we could have started a conversation, but I get how it's easy to just be angry online. I hope you achieve everything you want in life. And I sent that message. And the one I got back was a fucking apology, dude, for being rude. And it's like, why, why are we rude in the first place, bro? What are we doing? Open a, have, have either constructive criticism in a positive way or, like, fuck off forever. But it's the internet. And so it's, 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 it's expected. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't bother... I, I'm about to say it doesn't bother me after I just, like, yelled for five minutes. I understand. But it's just, uh, it's just funny how being anonymous on the internet allows you to, to be as rude as you want, to just be like a different type of person than you are. Like these, there are probably people that are actually nice that are sending like mean, hateful messages. It's crazy, dude. Whatever. It's all good, baby. We riding, dude. We riding, dude. Um, I got more Gavins coming too. I got more Gavins. Oh, the Gavin shirts. Dude, the Gavin Newsom shirts are out. Uh, damn, I should have put this at the beginning of the show. Right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll cut this part out and I'll put it at the beginning. Um, guys, Gavin Newsom shirts are out now. Brentpella.com slash store. Uh, uh, limited time. I'm going to take them down uh, fairly soon. Um, or maybe I'll leave them up forever. I don't know. But grab one. They're awesome, really fun design. Brempella.com slash store. Men's sizes, women's sizes, different colors. Enjoy it. Uh, okay, so yeah, dude, we're 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 okay. I think we're gonna be all right. I think we're gonna be okay. I think everybody's gonna be fine. Um, I'm going back home. Uh, I'm I'm actually gonna take a little bit of a. I'm gonna take a 24-hour break. I've been shooting every day for the past 11 days and editing every night. And so I feel like I w would like to see the forest. So I think I'm going to go see the forest for a day this weekend. Um, and then I'm coming back from the forest, and we go right out into 2021, dude. I never really have New Year's resolutions. I never have res resolutions. The New Year's is, uh, it doesn't really matter to me. It's always, I, I, I have resolutions on my birthday because that's my full year that I've been on, that I've been alive. New Year's is like whatever. 
Um, I feel like New Year's should be changed to August 1st because that's the school year. And everybody, I, f- I feel like most people base their lives around the school year. Or is that just me? Because I miss high school. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Um, I do my birthday resolutions. I take stock of what I've done over the past year of being alive and, and what I want to do with the next year of being alive. And, uh, and I go from there. This past year on my birthday, when I turned 17, um, what did I have? I definitely had 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, but I think I had 250,000 on YouTube. I had 250,000 on my list by my birthday, which is March 16th. And I wanted uh, 250,000 on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook each. And uh, just because... I want a lot of people to see my stuff. That's all. I just want I just want a lot of people to see it. And uh, they will. It, you know, it, it's just a time thing. So it's all good. We're still moving there. And it could still happen. And maybe Jake Paul will play me one-on-one. And then uh, we could actually fucking, you know, get those numbers up via Jake Paul's dumbass. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Videos coming up. Videos coming up in the month of January. No. December. So the Red Glow music video is going to be out now. Check it out. Stream the song on all platforms. It'll make you cringe for sure. It is not good. But keep in mind, it was made in the context of being a part of the Rudolph documentary and the storyline for that. You go watch that. You'll understand. But the song kind of slaps, to be honest. Um, So that's out. And then today, same day, this podcast is dropping, um, putting out a parody commercial um, that I wrote three years ago and finally got made with my homie Nikki Howard, who's wonderful. Uh, And then next week, I'm going to put out the finale for the Californians Move To videos. I've done three so far, Californians in Texas, in Utah, and in Florida. This last one will be when Californians move back to California. Very exciting stuff here, guys. Very exciting. I don't think I will ever leave California. Uh, I've thought about moving to Texas just because my buddy JP lives in Texas, but man, I love California, dude. I don't think I could leave. I can't leave. I want to stay here and help make it an awesome place again. Right now, it still is awesome. There's so much to love about California. There's also so many problems with California. Um, but I'm focusing on what to love and I'm trying to figure out if there's anything I can do. I just like the homelessness problem is such a fucking issue, dude. I don't think anybody has an answer. You know, what are we going to do? Give them their own city in the desert or something like what that's been an idea that's floated, build housing structures and, and, and give them uh, free therapy and, and, and medicine. That's an idea that's been floated. And I don't know enough about the economy or anything, but I would assume that with the tax rates in California, we could, fucking afford all that stuff because this park uh that i used to work out at in silver lake out in east la looks like coachella now with all the tents and it's sad man i I don't but also i i'm curious how many people want to live like that like how many people choose to live like that you know because there are some people in those encampments that look fairly well put together in the sense that there aren't any 
um, visible things on their face or body that would, like, if you saw them walking through a busy intersection, you'd be like, ooh, what's wrong with that guy? Does that make sense? Like, there's a lot of folks living on the streets who have severe mental disabilities or drug addictions, and they're visible on their body. You see scrapes, marks, cuts, needle marks, uh, teeth, uh, eyes, talking, twitching, like lots of lots of things that are, are unfortunately part of those conditions. And I see a lot of people in LA living in these tents that look like I look like my friends, like they're sh- clean shaven somehow, and they got like clothes that don't look like trash bags. And um, I just wonder how many of those people are like having a tough time so they're choosing to do that and like have this period of their life or would rather live adjacent to society like that as opposed to doing something like like living in a subsidized housing i wonder this is just a wonder this is a wonder it's a brent wonder it's brent's wonder baby so i don't know man I don't know. Garcetti ain't doing shit. Gavin Newsom ain't doing shit. These dudes need to fuck off forever and give everybody a bunch of money because we're out here poor and struggling and making documentaries about Rudolph just to survive, you know? Uh, guys, go watch go watch the Rudolph documentary. Please, please, please watch the Rudolph documentary with the lights low and the sound up and and. and Jump, dive into that world with me, man, because I loved creating it. It is so stupid. It is so dumb. There's so many cringe moments. There's so many laugh out loud moments and silly moments that I absolutely love. And I really hope you do too. Um, and uh, check out next week's podcast episode for a best of episode. This was a really cool year of, of doing this podcast. I started last March. Um, and I'll talk about all that in, in that episode. Uh, and check that out. It'll have clips from some of my favorite shows. Um, some that you might've heard, some that maybe you didn't. And that's it, man. Drink some water and, and smile. You got a lot to smile about right now. You got a lot to smile about. The first thing you can smile about is the fact that you are literally breathing right now. That's pretty cool. That's something to smile about. Okay. All right. Have a good week, guys. See ya.